Okay, kids, let's go. I think Weird Al struck us down for using that clip from UHF. He just has a destroy incoming transmission button at all times. Just smash it. Direct line to the Library of Congress. Copyright violation. Hello. Holy shit. Thanks, C3 penis face, R2 dickhead. Hello there. Looking. Found someone you have, I would say. May the force be with us. Fucking A. Good day, Galaxy. Rogue Squadron back at it. Again, I'm Mopar. Commander Cody. I am standing by, ready to execute Order 66, as always. TK421. Think of how far we've come since TK421. Why isn't your... And what does he say? Intercom. Mother goddamn, is up with your recourse moment? Hey, talk to me. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I said, uh, why don't you hit your post? Why don't you hit your post? TK421. What are how many designations of stormtroopers and how many they had? Like, did they have 10 million troopers or something? Well, this guy's designation is ZZ8999999999. Hey, eights! <laughs> 89s. I don't know, oh, man. TK421. Do you remember uh, we tried to listen to the Star Wars opera? No. Not live on the show. Do you remember that, though? No. Yeah, yeah. It was, I, that's the one thing that sticks out to my mind is the guy shouting, like singing some, TK421, why aren't you here? Something like that. <laughs> like, it's really on that level. Tommy Boy would know. I don't know if he's going to tune in or whatever. Oh, wait. We don't have technical difficulties anymore. Let me turn this off. Good day, Galaxy. Go thank away. you guys for tuning in live with us. If you are live, thank you for hanging with us because we had some technicalities going on. Yeah, Rokesh just went. Uh, we, haven't been, we haven't been live for a couple weeks, so we got some catching up to do with Ahsoka. We do. Um, I do want to give a shout. Mr. Rambus. DJ Rambus. Happy belated birthday, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Cheers to, cheers to you that you aren't here with yeah. us. Happy <laughs> birthday. <laughs> I'll drink a kombucha for you, sir. I'm going to dump later. Oh, good day. So, yeah, we got a lot of catching Ooh. up to do. I have broke new ground, too. You play Skyrim? I started a new character. <laughs> <laughs> I got on to play... Uh, Starfield. I ended up playing Overwatch instead, and I was going to invite Mopar to a party, and I saw, oh, he's playing Skyrim, dude. Um, he's deep in it. Yeah, it's, you know, throughout the year, it's, there's two games that I go to just to relax. I don't even do it to play. Oh, for and sure. And Minecraft and Skyrim are those two games for me. So if I'm, like, in a gaming mood, but I don't want to try, which sounds dumb, mm -hmm. it's those two games. I lean on those where I can just go adventure mode on either game. Or just do a random side quest, or just, just walk down the river in the game. Literally, awesome. just go. Yeah. So um, it's fun. But no. And with with that being said, I saw some fucking colors on the leaves. So I was like, you know what? This actually is getting to Skyrim time, and uh, I'm gonna ramp up because I know 11:11 at this point is not too far away. We're getting close, dude. Skyrim day 11:11:11. Yeah. So we're getting there. I was. I actually looked. As the weather got a little colder, and turned, told my wife, and I said, "Man, as soon as we move into this freaking house, the first thing I'm going to do is lay down and watch all Lord of the Rings movies, <laughs> back to back to back, extended the, edition, extended, yeah, yeah, take a whole weekend." I did a cheap watch through this last season because I don't know for whatever reason I didn't watch all of them in detail. I think I watched like one and a half or something. So I need to make up for some some lost footage. 
have lost you, viewings. Have you re or uh, yeah rewatched the Hobbit series at all? You know, I was just thinking about that, and because I was complaining about the Amazon show, yeah. I was like, I don't want to go down this rabbit hole where only the three that Peter Jackson made are the good ones. Yeah, because now we sound like prequels be- hater people. So I was actually like, I should probably revisit it. Yeah, because uh, I just it, re- I just read the book when I'm like stuck in a hotel room. I I constantly just go through like who's TNT locking you in hotel rooms and. Um, Do you need help? So they rarely replay the Hobbit movies. Constantly is the original three. So I'll oh, I'll, yeah. I'll catch the original three midway through the movie all the time. Uh, once I can think, uh, uh, they were replaying the Hobbit. What's the first one called? Mm, Unexpected Journey. Yes, thank you. I caught that one once between like the first time I saw it and now. Uh, and I just remember the troll part. I did not like how they looked at all. Uh, gob, wait, troll? Yeah, trolls, trolls. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> didn't like. Whoa! <laughs> didn't like how they looked at all. Same with the goblins. And they were just like fat and sloppy. Yeah. God, what was it? What was it? I'm uh, sorry. I'm getting in like a. What? It's like a. I almost called it a rendezvous. What the fuck's the rhombus? Oh uh, yeah, the the rhombus. Yeah. JJ, <laughs> what were you going for? I'm trying to I'm like trying to figure this well, out. It's like a mix between a memory and something that's actually happened. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's. Uh, <laughs> I'm lost in my own mind at this point. Are you talking about Mandela effect? No, where, I'm like, talking you, about you make this, up a memory that wasn't actually there. The green tea's kicking in. Puna, green tea, the green tea, the Wooba um, I would like to diagnose this word you're looking for. No, with the, uh, what I'm trying to say is the Hobbit scene is very, very closely based on, I think it's in the Hobbit book, right? But it's like scene? word for word. Exactly what happens in the book happens on screen. Oh, for the troll part. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, maybe it was like a TikTok video that I saw comparing the two, and it was like word for word exactly what's happening in the book. Yeah, maybe it was something on the long lines where someone was reading the book along with the video, and it was just like mirroring. Oh, okay. Got so, um, narrating it, kind of along the lines of, you know, people always get mad when the book doesn't or when the movie doesn't follow the book, but that was like word for word, and people were still pissed. And it's like, well, <laughs> I mean, what do you want at this point? I mean, it's a goofy one. Like they have. I just remember reading it and being like, it's not the fantastical trolls that I always envisioned. Yeah. Like they have these really fucking annoying, like, thank you, deja vu class. I thought you had said deja vu. No, I said rendezvous. It's, I saw, that word was stuck in my head and I was like, that's not it. I had it, but I thought you had already said it. So yeah. I ignored it and went to different See, words. I said rendezvous, <laughs> deja vu. Thank you. I just heard the vu. I don't listen. We're all on different pages, but we were saying the same word. <laughs> Anyways, the trolls, they're like fucking coal shovelers in England is how they sounded. Oh, blimey, what's over here, mate? I mean, it's kind of how they sounded. And it's like written like that, almost like a haggard kind of thing. It's like, it's so hard to read that. It's just weird. Yeah. They're like, yeah, they look like they just got off the construction site and they're arguing about, you know, what they're going to eat for dinner. It just wasn't like a magical, mystical troll. So I always thought that was weird, even when I was a youngster. I could get past connections with an ex, but I could not get past the trolls. Maybe it's timing. Like you read 
No, dude. Even when I was ten, you read was like, the Hobbit book. Not. Yeah, but you read the Hobbit book at ten, and it is mystical and fantastic. Once you hit thirty, and you try to like watch the movie, you're like, well, that's exactly what I read. But I'm thirty now, so this doesn't feel. <laughs> Why did you make this movie twenty years ago? Exactly. It's their fault. I mean, I knew that. I was just trying to justify it. Did you see the uh, revitalizing Goosebumps? No, I did not. That yeah, sounds cool. I've heard through the grapevine. I uh, I think it's Disney that picked them up, but I'm pretty sure they're revamping that whole thing. And I don't know. I'm assuming they're going to be starting from square one because if they just try to remake the old ones, it's going to be yeah. Well, there's 2015. Yeah, I know they did the, the show for a couple years. Go Goosebumps. to Goosebumps News. Come on, bitch. Oh, it's not even on there. Jesus. All right. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe the Instagram lied to me. Oops. Goosebumps new movie. What's it say? Mm, two weeks ago. Official trailer on Disney Plus. Disney Plus and Hulu. Oh, I see. I see. So it must be a movie. I didn't uh, know there was a trailer. Okay. I'll have to watch this. It's going to explode my computer, so I'm going to turn it off. Yeah. Cool. So it is a thing. Justin Long's in it, too. Interesting. Very cool. You know, there's always risky doing the reboots. Yeah, I think... Uh, Goosebumps the- is one that was so goofy anyways, though. Well, that's why Rodney's I was going to say... from outer space. I was like, you can pass anything by me. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Fucking plate of deviled eggs attacks you. The Yeah. Yeah, there was just like a, a basement plant that ate kids in one of them, and you're like, oh, okay. You just go with it. Yep. One of them was like, be careful what you wish for. And she, this girl was picked on. She's in high school or something. She's like, why don't you guys all get, bug off? And they all turn into insects. And you're like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck am I watching? But uh, I, What would they have turned into if she said fuck off? Yeah. That's, I'm talking R-rated goosebumps. That's what I want to see. Yeah, R-rated goosebumps. <laughs> you're somewhere else now. <laughs> I was going to say bring up a, a list of the goosebumps. But uh, I was more just like 120. Of yeah. Them. Well, you know, what's weird is uh, we were just at the library in, in uh, Painesville. Yeah. And I was looking for goosebumps and I couldn't find any. God, all of them. This is one of the most iconic 90s I mean, things is the I covers. Mean, childhood, like the core of my childhood are these goosebumps uh, covers. Like some of them are just Say so ingrained. And yes. Night of the Living Dummy, I think, is the most popular one. I think he had no, a couple. No, it's with the mask one. The mask one? Nope. Yeah, it's the... haunted the, mask? Is it called? Oh, no. I feel like I always remember, like, the Say dummies Jesus. came back over and over again. Say cheese and die. Yeah. Evil no, camera. there was another... It's like young adult... Uh, no, it's not even young adult. It's like child Stephen King. Yeah. Kind of. Like, he, he, Stephen King writes so well, you can just pass anything by you. Yeah, there's uh, the Abominable Snowman one. Say I just remember again. some of the ones that stick out that I know I read is Rotten Eggs from Outer Space and the Abominable Yeti of Pasadena. See, so this Say Cheese and Die cover is not the original one. This is a weird list that you have. It's, it's not mine. It's Google's. Tell Google. Wow. Yeah, I can't get any more nostalgic. Like, this, this is more nostalgic to me than even, like, I remember that one too. Yeah, the baseball player looking thing. God, I remember this axe guy. Yeah, so weird. Um, but all that, you know, 
We'll see what happens with the uh, the fuckery. Childhood stuff, dude. There was one that I thought was a Goosebumps, uh, but I couldn't find it, so maybe it was just an offshoot of it or a third party, but it was like something with like a camp and slime, and the camp was near a lake, and I thought it was like called Slime Lake or Slime Camp or Camp Slime or something like that, and the whole (laughs) cover was green, and there was like an arm in green ooze popping out of either the ground or, and I can't fucking find it. I swear that was a thing. Maybe it's the Medusa effect, but the Med- <laughs> Camp Slime Kids book nineties. Let's see if it gives you anything. Slime Lake, Slime Camp, Camp something. It's there was something there. I swear it existed. Dude. I couldn't find it. I, I googled so many different things. I yeah, find I don't it. even know what to go for here. How about um, Wayside School is falling down. Did you ever read that? No. Camp Fear. I feel like I read that. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, uh, I, got, I got slimed. Uh, if you're not watching, we're just going through 90s kids books on Google. <laughs> <laughs> so you can't see this. Uh, I'm going to try one more thing. Slime Lake. Uh, there it is. This? Yep, that was it. That All was right. it. I found it. It's called... Graveyard School, number seven, Slime Lake. That was it. That's gnarly. Okay. No, I never even seen those before in my life. I don't. I know. I, I don't even remember anything. I just remember that one book. It looks I didn't like, know it was uh, a series. Goosebumps that save a lot. That's basically what it was. <laughs> Written by Vanilla Goosebumps, baby. <laughs> Slime Lake. I'm gonna have to Google it and find and read the whole seven page story. You watch or play anything fantastic lately? No. Besides Skyrim. I uh, I started Starfield. I got my ship, and I was about to hook up with that uh, uh, explorer group. Yep, and they kind of set me off, and that's where I left it. So, oh, yeah. um, I basically took one step forward, and then just said, "Eh, you know what? I think I did go on my first mission because I, I remember fighting. Pick up that relic or whatever. In, yeah, because I remember killing people in." Like a laboratory or something. Nice. I don't know. It was fine. I, it didn't blow me away, and I do see a lot of potential with it, but uh, I don't know. Yeah. That's kind of how I feel about it, too. It, it, it felt like a more open world Mass Effect with yeah. much. Built on Fallout engine. Yeah. And much less story driven. So you're just kind of like, you're like uh, do I care? You haven't made me care. That's I think that's the issue I've had so far. I just it's it looks fun. There's a lot to do. I just don't care yet. And you haven't made me care. There's no conne- there's no characters I'm connected with. We probably got to get a couple missions into the main story you're, I before mean, it starts to unfold. Yeah, rightfully so. I'm also not, so I'm not critiquing. I'm just saying that's, that's usually how it is. It's like you have the main story, and then by the time you do that and the guilds, you pretty much get like you get the gist of everything. But I think that's why I always lean on something like Skyrim. It kicks you off right off the bat. You're going to die a dragon. And then you're forced into this cave. You escape the cave. It's basically like an orientation cave. Yeah. Kill a bear. Fight a spider. I mean, Starfield had the same thing. It just wasn't as exciting. Yeah. There's no dragons. But then you... here's this piece of metal. But it's then it's straightforward. Odor or whatever his name 
go see my my sister. She'll help you out at Riverwood. And then she says, go talk to the Jarl. And then you go talk to the Jarl. Then you go do a thing. And you get the dragon stone and you go fight a dragon. I mean, within the first hour, you're fighting a dragon. Yeah, that's what I mean. In Starfield, it's the same setup, but it's a piece of metal instead of a dragon. Yeah. So it's a lot less exciting. Now also, the- you said Hodor without the H, and I loved it. Odor. Odor. I would call him Odor. It's Odor. Yeah. The variety, like uh, Phoenix is saying, I don't, I don't know. I think what I'm finding is that it's just there's so many options. I'm a little like... Yeah. Uh, decision fatigue on what I want to do. Like you know what I mean? It's one of those. It's one of those balancing acts where, sure, I don't want you to hold my hand the whole way, but a little bit. Yeah. Point me in a direction. Yeah. Lead me. Leave me a. You know some yeah. crumbs and just eh, go that way, fucker. And you're like, oh, okay, <laughs> okay, okay. It. Um, the flying stuff's the loss fun. of I, that. Tie what everything that you said is compounded on by the fact that there's no uh, map. So, like, you have the star map with the planets, but, like, if you land on something, there's not, like, an area map like there usually is. Did they, uh, yeah, you're right. You're Which right. is a big step for them. I mean, I know, like, I guess on the on the HUD as you're running around, like, a Dark Souls game, you have the compass, but that's it. So, like, you can see north, south, east, west, whatever. But, no, because they have a full map, too, I think, don't they? I was kind of confused at the fast traveling and the space travel. I was going into the menu. It is confusing. I was yeah. going into the menu. And I was like, am I doing this right? I selected it, but I didn't hold it to say launch to the go to. And you're like. Well, just I, so you don't accidentally, you know, teleport across the galaxy. Jesus. Yeah, really? there's, it is, there's no instructions. It's like, peace out, bitch. If you, you better have played Bethesda before, you better figure it out. Yeah, there's a ton of things where it's like, I heard people complaining that the, um, like, the space travel stuff is, like, so lame. It's just cutscenes, And then everyone was commenting, like, no, you got to just go go to the other planet through this way instead of through the menu. Oh. Like, you can fly and, like, aim at something and select it and hold X to, like, teleport to it without going to the menu at all. Yeah, that's what I Something like that. Out. So there's, yeah. like, a... But we have no instructions, bro. Yeah, I think uh, that's just one that you're going to have to put a bunch of time in to really get the feel of it. But... Uh, time... I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. The other thing that I'll throw out there, and I know it's premature, but um, I don't remember anything of the soundtrack or the score yet, which kind of rubs me the wrong way because, God, that's like the first thing I think of. Skyrim soundtrack, Fallout. I hear one of those goofy 50s tunes, and it immediately takes me to a a spot. Rita! Rita! That's all I can think of. Yeah, even Mass Effect, when it starts, you have that little tiny little synth, and it's just like yeah, fucking sunrise or of the universe musical yeah. landscape. Soundscape. I don't know. I don't know. It just hasn't we'll grabbed me yet. Um, we'll get into it eventually. Um, I did one exciting thing on my trip. I mean, a lot of exciting things, but like one in particular is I finally went to Galaxy's Edge, mm. courtesy of Tommy Boy. Um... I got to say it was pretty awesome. It lived up to the hype. What was the hype? The hype was like you feel like you're in Star Wars. And it is really so well done. Like the only thing that is not on brand besides the tourists. Is the shitters? Is No, everything's on brand except for <laughs> like the exit signs and the fire alarms yeah. and the smoke detectors. Because that's the yeah, So like you're in the Millennium Falcon and it's like 
big red exit sign. <laughs> but if you just lower your gaze a little bit, you look around. Wear a visor. You're in Star Wars, dude. People are in costume. Kylo Ren and the Stormtroopers are running around. The coat comes in like a fucking... It's got Aurebesh on it. Like the bottle of Coke is like branded. Like yeah. It's like a Star Wars canteen or something. Blue milk and green milk. Millennium Falcon. X-Wing. A-Wing. It's awesome. Could you like get up into the ships? Like outside of the Millennium Falcon? No, you can't climb in them. No. There's a Millennium Falcon ride. So you're in... Oh, okay. You're not technically in the one that's sitting there yeah. in the port. But you do go through... Um, like, to get on the ride, you're going through the hallway in the Millennium Falcon. Oh, nice. Which was awesome. Um, I never showed you pictures of this, did I? Last time I saw you, right? I don't think so. Mother effers, dude. Well, I mean, doing it on a podcast probably isn't the greatest thing, but... <laughs> uh, no, it's not. I'm only going to show you two because there was two... I'm actually only going to show you one because the coolest thing is the Rise of the Resistance ride. Have you seen or heard about it at all? Is that... It's like you're in individual carts and it like is spinning you around like um, a first order Star Destroyer. Oh, okay. But you get captured essentially and they get you in this loading bay and then they open the doors and you are on the bridge of the Star Destroyer. Oh, yeah. I'm showing I've seen like, people on You that. walk out and it's like, like it's the ceilings are super tall. You have the fucking TIE fighter there. The stormtroopers are sitting out. The screen behind you is like space. That was like in an insanely awesome moment. Yeah. I played a lot of Battlefront on that. Exactly. I literally, and you're running around. So like, the, I guess that was my biggest takeaway is the outdoors, obviously, like you're supposed to feel like you're on a planet, like a spaceport or whatever. But once you get into this ride, it really feels like you're in Star Wars because you're just wandering around mm-hmm. this Star Destroyer. It was awesome, man. It was really cool. So, um, yeah, I loved it. I'm I don't know if I could to, spend like two days there, but I really liked it. Supposed to be there in December. Oh, hell yeah. So, should have a full day there. Well, make it happen. I'm making it happen. I did get a lightsaber hilt, too. Oh. They are freaking awesome. Oh, yeah? <laughs> they're heavy. Like, dense. Like they're, I want to light they're, one, though. They're legit. I want a blaster. Which one would you get if you were going to buy one? What a do you lightsaber mean? hilt. Like a full replica... So they had, I don't know, fucking Darth Vader, Ahsoka, Qui-Gon, Obi-Wan, Darth Maul, Anakin, Calcastus. Fuck. I think Ahsoka was like a pair of like tinier ones. Ahsoka's. So it was more expensive. It would be between Ahsoka and Maul. Mm -hmm. Maul's, having Maul's would be fucking cool. It was really cool. Did you get Dooku's, I'm assuming? Hell yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. Dooku's would be that curved beauty way up there. Apparently, did the, they have Palpatines? Actually, I want to. Ooh, I want to say yes. His gold one would be fucking badass to have too. I want to say yes, but I could be wrong. And I guess the blades come separate, so you can attach whatever blade you want. Did so they I, have Grievous's collection? Fuck. They just I have wish. thirty of them. This is a thousand dollars. There's twelve lightsabers here. <laughs> Everybody that I wish. died. I wish. Cool. No, it was awesome, man. Yeah, that's a quick summary. I mean, I don't know. We don't talk about... There's only two rides, so like, there's only so much you can talk about. I remember going on a Star Wars ride. I think it was Universal, because this was before Disney bought it. Uh, but it had a Millennium Falcon ride. And it was one of those, like... It was just like a stadium seating and the, everything oh, moved. Oh, yeah. Star Tours. Yeah. But it's that, still there. That was always fun. Yeah. Um, but that was my... That's basically my experience with Star Wars rides. Yeah. Well, once you go in December, December. check these out. It's very good. Very fun. Good day. 
All right, Ahsoka, let's get it over with. It's mediocre bullshit. Can't stand it. Terrible. Can't How, have it. Is this where we're... You being sarcastic? Yes, I am. Okay, good. <laughs> this is the first time in a while that we've had the Empire and the Jedi and Sith mystical stuff happening in tandem in a show. Done, and not only done, but done extremely well. It doesn't feel nothing. It always it just feels natural. It does. If everything makes sense, it doesn't. It's Unnatural. like natural. And I'm not saying you have to do what I think you have to do. If that makes sense. <laughs> like I have, a, I, like when I heard the Ahsoka story and Thrawn was going to be, be in it. Like naturally, I'm going to have like a vision of maybe what would happen. Right. That doesn't have to happen for it to be good. Right. Um. But. Forcing yourself one way just because is is just takes away from the story. And I do feel like they've taken a natural progression and they've done Ahsoka justice. They've done Balin justice for a brand new character. Mm-hmm. I just think everyone's believable. The acting... Mm, a couple actors have been... I don't even want to say bad. They're just like noticeably... I noticed it. That's all I'll say. I know. I hate saying this, but I like I like Sabine better in the animated. Yes. Whereas I like all the other characters better in the live action. I'm not going to lie. I hate even saying that. I'm not going to lie. Ahsoka at times is a little flat. And I understand that her character has kind of... She's, she's depressed. War, well, yeah. She's war-torn. She's been through it all. Um, I think it has gotten better throughout the series. So maybe it's kind of that... Uh, she's hopeless at the beginning of it and she starts getting back with her old group and then she kind of, you know, then she meets up with Anakin and all this and it kind of revitalizes her. Yeah. Maybe that's where I can kind of lay... Now she's cracking jokes. I mean, she's not a stoic anymore. She's cracking some smiles. She's just, yeah. First of all, this just came to my head so I have to say it. The... We're going to bounce The very first, yeah. The very first scene of episode six... So her and Yayo are in the space whale. And <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sounded like little John for a second. Um, and they're coming out of hyperspace in the whale. Yeah. But they're talking about those old, old ancient stories yep. and all that stuff. And it really, like, even before it happened, I, w- I was like, oh, man, am I going to start fucking tearing up? Like, they're talking <laughs> about, like, these old ancient stories that Ahsoka... What? Heard about as a Padawan and all the Padawans yep. before they were murdered. Everyone learned these stuff. And she's like, and Yayo says, you want to hear one of these? She says, no. And then they keep talking. And then she's, you know what? Tell me one of them. And it starts off a long time ago. I'm like, oh, God, what a perfect launching. Yeah, nice. Wraps everything up there. I not, I'm not even going <sighs> to. That caught me so off guard. I just wasn't ready for it, and it really was just like a so nice. a yank right back into Star Wars. I mean, that really felt like that's what I've been looking for through all of Disney Star Wars. I've loved yes. a, I've loved Andor. There's stuff out there that I've loved, but that just really like drew me back in and smacked my face, and I was like, all right, I'm here. I'm here for it. it Let's fucking do it. It feels like a little symbolic Easter egg, and I feel like maybe we have a pivot point now. So from 2015 to now is something, and then I feel like Ahsoka is going to push us into a different, a new different direction where instead of this whole 
the old stuff is legends and this is canon and they're very different. I feel like we've now got like the Marvel approach where it's like, yeah, this is the adaptation of what you read. Now it's on screen yeah. and we tweaked a little bit. It just felt, at least for me personally, like a writing of the ship. Mm-hmm. For that one single scene. Yes, sir. And that's crazy to say because the, the prior episode had Anakin and Ahsoka and their big thing, yep. which felt fucking phenomenal. Crazy. But for whatever reason, the beginning of the episode six, I was like, dude, what am I watching right now? I'm. It's like I found Star Wars again. Well, and then we get to the other galaxy. We get the witches. Thrawn's back. He's fucking talking about getting these corpses out of the catacombs and shit. Is that what? I don't know if they're corpses. I made that up. I'm sorry. Is that? Where did you hear any of that? What? The corpses. I just made up corpses. Where did they, were there catacombs? I, I've been he's, wondering what these he's fuckers are. He's loading cargo onto the ship. That's yeah. why they haven't left yet. I know. I think but, he said from the catacombs. I'm pretty sure. Okay. That's what I'm wondering because I'm wondering where, first of all, where are these zombie stormtroopers from? What are they? I think they're just stormtroopers. I don't think so. You think they're zombies? I think there's those fucking witches are doing some shit. Yeah. I think. Even when they fight in seven and they're just like bumbling normal In the back of my mind, I thought Thrawn's crew was killed during the, the light speed to the new galaxy. Mm, okay. In arriving, he found these witches and they saw his potential or whatever. And they're like, yep, we're following whatever you say. And he's like, bitch, we're, we're going to need some. Armies. People to lift this shit up. Yeah, so, dude. and they're like, done. You need the Urukai right now. That's what, in the back of my mind, that's interesting, was happening. That's why when you said catacombs and zombies or whatever, I was like, wait, did I miss something? Because well, I'm assuming that Marak is a zombie or whatever from yeah. the witch magic. And when he said that he was getting the cargo from the catacombs, I was like, eh, you're not getting it from the storage unit. You're getting it from the catacombs. There's got to be something going on there. Wow. What if it's like. God, there's so much potential, like man. Listen to this. I will. Listen. I will. Listen up, guys. What? Guys, if you guys aren't listening, listen. Are you listening? What if the legends that we know is just this new galaxy that Revan, Malik, all this bullshit actually did happen and is only legends... In the Star Wars galaxy that Disney made. So as Rey and all this stuff happens, they hear about these legends of Revan and Malak, but that didn't happen in their galaxy. It happened in the galaxy that Thrawn ended up in. Interesting. So these catacombs with this potential Sith holocrons, all this lost technology, all this lost knowledge could be coming back physically and theoretically to the new mm. canon universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you bring the organisms over. You bring the organisms. You and then bring they start the teachings. spawning and duplicating it. And- you find a holocron. Just think about the potential. You find a holocron oh, yeah. of Darth Revan in Thrawn's suitcase <laughs> that he brought back from this new galaxy. Yeah. So you're like, dude, like, think of being Ray and finding that, and you're like, like, I knew of Darth Vader, and I knew of Sidious, but what the fuck is this? Yeah, dude. 
I doubt they're ever going to do that. Nope. <laughs> but I and then think bring uh, it all back. No, they're not going to do the like this multiverse kind of thing. But I like the idea of it. I mean, I know it's a perfect opportunity. I know people were kind of trying to talk shit about us saying, "Well, yeah, it's a Star Wars universe. There's multiple galaxies." But the word Star Wars universe is just the Star Wars stories that we know. That's what we mean by Star Wars universe. Like, there's a Lord of the Rings universe. Oh, yeah, like Marvel it's Cinematic Universe. It's not a universe. physical universe of Star Wars. It's a Star Wars galaxy. That's what happens. As far as we know, Everything, yeah. yeah. But until now, now yeah. there's multiple galaxies. I feel like people misstrewed what we were trying to say, that, oh, yeah, well, there's, a, there's multiple galaxies in the universe. I'm like, no, no, no. The Star Wars universe that we knew consisted of one galaxy. Right. Now there are more. In a galaxy far, far away. Yes, thank you. It's not in a universe far, far away. Right, that's the first thing you see, ever. So, Well, first you see 20th Century Fox. There's a lot of potential. I doubt they'll ever do any of that, but... They could they, definitely do some of it. They've cracked though. the egg. Like, the fact that there's another galaxy... The fact that he's got these three witch mothers and the witches dude, are originated dude, in the other galaxy dude, dude. and find their way into the Star Wars galaxy. They just... That's confirmation now. Like, the Dathomir witches came from another galaxy. But were they the first? Now we're talking about we know. indigenous peoples. Yeah, until they introduced the Rakata. Were they the first? Yeah, exactly. There was maybe, Sith, maybe the Sith were before the Night Sisters. Yes. Or the witches. Do it. Make it. Maybe that's where the where Sidious and Bane on all these teachings originated from. But what remained were the witches. First of all. Those three fucking witches are one of the coolest looking things I've ever seen on Star Wars screen. Ever. Ever. The main one is like, yeah, I'm scared a little bit, but I like it. A little turned on. The attire or whatever awesome. looks fucking spot on. Balin's shit. The planet. The perfect. tower that they're standing on It's awesome. all perfect. I've yes. never been so happy with visually yeah. what's on screen. I think Ahsoka looks perfect. Before we forget again. Ezra looks awesome. Did we not see Ahsoka become a fucking white wizard? Didn't she have more tattered? I thought they were, maybe they were white, but they were just war-torn. She's got some extra laundry in the ship, though. I feel like when she was, quote-unquote, killed by Balin, she went and faced Anakin, and then she came out of it, and she put her new robes on. They were just, like, glowing white, and I'm like... Getting off the white. Yeah. Right. She, it just... It was so obvious to me, and I was like, is anyone else paying attention? Like, yeah. is this... I didn't know if anyone else noticed that. So. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, she was wearing gray, and then she had her come to Jesus, come to Anakin moment, and uh, now she's wearing white. Looks good, it's man. beautiful. It's beautiful. It looks good. Everything's great. Thrawn's entr entrance was awesome with the organ music. He docks sexually over dude. the tower. I was all about it. That's the coolest thing I've ever seen, dude. It's so... It, you know what's shitty? It's a stupid, is, simple thing like that. It's like... It's like the inverse of the Star Destroyer um, tractor beaming the Tantive Four in the very, very original movie. Yeah. It's like the inverse of that. It's I'm, just like a nice little... We've kind of seen that. Nope. In Jeddah, when they're hovering over the city. I mean, let's not pretend like it's not kind of close. Yeah, but, but he got his little bridge right up on the top of that Thorthank Tower. That's awesome, dude. Inseminated that Star Destroyer. Docked. <laughs> you want a piece of this dock? open for business. <laughs> No, you're... I mean, visually, this has been the best thing I've ever seen. Um, I think Thrawn's hair is goofy. That's the only thing I have to say about God, it. God, I, I couldn't put my finger on it. Just his hair. Lie. I'm not going to lie, guys. He has the most receded receding hairline I've ever seen. 
<laughs> I thought his entrance phenomenal. I thought the knights or the witches phenomenal. I liked the conversations. I liked his. I like his demeanor. That that's uh, yeah. One of the best things about Thrawn is his demeanor. He just calmly says, "We're gonna kill them," and then he walks away. And you're like, "We're gonna kill them." Stop okay. wasting my time. Stop. <laughs> Where's lunch? Um, but there was something visually I just couldn't put my finger on. I'm like, look, I like him. Maybe he's a little tubbier than I thought. Maybe he's a Dead little. About Thrawn. Maybe he's a little older than I thought he would be. I thought it he was older because he was in the new canon. He's fucking around the Clone Wars era. Yeah. I thought it was, um, he was a little older than I originally thought. And I know he's old, but yeah. for a Chiss, you never know. Right. Ahsoka looks 35. Um, yeah. I don't know what it was. When I but first saw remember, him, as soon I was as like, he started uh, talking, I was like, I forgot that he had hair. Yeah, I'm just going to listen to you. It doesn't bother me at all. And now I'm going to have to be paying attention to his hair. But Sorry. Didn't mean to shatter the glass for you. <laughs> but I do love everything he's done strategically. We'll send Balin and the bitch out. What if they don't come back? That it doesn't I don't matter. Care, dude. We're trying it's a to tax write off. We're trying to load up the fucking tools, bitch. Like, we're getting out of here. Just buying time until I get these bodies. I love it. And he's like, oh, man, we lost. Well, we won because we're getting the fuck out. So <laughs> we're like, wait, what? What do you think of Ezra, dude? Um, I've, never been an, I've never been an Ezra fan and still am not. That's how I stand. I liked him a lot more than in the animated. That's for sure. Uh, he, I mean, he's, like he's been there for 10 years. He seems like he's grown up, you know? You know, it's... He's um, not a teenager anymore. I feel like I get what they're going for. Like, the Jedi failed because they have lightsabers and went to war and used those lightsabers and all this. And then you look at what Ezra's become, and he's just like... Monk style. He's a fucking monk, but you can't kill him. Yeah. So it's like, is that what Jedi should be? Potentially, and I like that that idea. I just... Ezra, I've never given a shit about Ezra. But I do... That was my point, but I do now is what I'm going to get at. Yeah. We've got... It's interesting. we got three perspectives here. we got Ezra, who... Didn't know what a Jedi was before Order Sixty. He was born before Order Sixty Six. I can't remember. He was young in Rebels. Well, he was born in Abu Dhabi with but Jasmine. He, he's got this <laughs> and Raja, dude. Raja. You get Raja. You don't need a lightsaber at all. Get Raja on the action. Um. Anyways, he's got one interpretation of being a Jedi because he didn't was didn't have the Order at all. Then you have Ahsoka, who was with the Order, broken Darth Vader master. Now she's coming to terms with it. And then Balin, who was in the Order, but we still don't know. He's not evil. We still don't know what he's after. So you got three well, different new gray Jedi, not Jedi, kind his, of Jedi, some Jedi. His, uh, his plans have become more clear. And uh, I think it's interesting. He, I he think- cut his Padawan loose, dude. What do you think about that? Good. Fuck her. She was the other one that was holding me down. I don't give a shit about what? her. Uh, what? I don't care. I don't care about her. What do I, why do I have to care about her? I mean, all she not, does like, is look sad, and I'm like, all right, yeah, because her master's about to fuck her off. I don't care. <laughs> why? So okay, dude. Somehow Palpatine returns. <laughs> somehow I gave Whatever. a shit. Whatever. Somehow these actors are on the screen. I don't know how to say that nicely i that character i get what you mean is it's a like throwaway character yeah yeah but it's interesting to me that balin was like i have no need for my apprentice right now like i'm not going to be a sith and killer so he she doesn't say that well yeah but she's he's a, like i got to do something over here your internship's over go I away don't, no i think it was more of a proving ground go go do what i taught you to do i'm gonna go over here and finish my plans 
It, I don't feel like it was like a send off. Like, oh yeah, you either says, go die. No, he straight says. Does he? He's like, it's clear that my ways, like my way of teaching, doesn't really jive with you. So I got what? Yeah, I must have missed. And he's that. like, I gotta go do this. Let me give you one last piece of advice. And what he what he say was a fucking awesome line, dude. Yeah. Uh, hang on. I texted it to uh, Butter Clone. Let me see if I can find it real quick. I do remember him like leaving her with with a uh, something, and I'm like, oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh shit. What does he say? Impatience for victory will guarantee defeat. Yes. And I was like, damn, that is awesome. Yes. That's the, and then that's the most like Jedi thing for a dark Jedi to say. I love no, it. No, it's the most Sith thing I've ever heard. I love it. Most Sith thing I've ever heard. You know, the evil guys. Well, it hits both, actually. It kind of does. It kind of does. Because yeah, Jedi before the wars were supposed to be kind of passive, you know? Like, let them attack first. You know what I mean? I took it as awesome. if you pull the trigger too soon... Like you waste your chance, kind of that like theoretical like know when to make your move. And yeah. I felt like that was more of a Sith thing, where because they were oh have been in hiding for so long, so like know when to make your move. Oh yeah, yeah, I, um, can, I can take that part of it too. But God. she's just been like way too emo and trying to get in the fight and like pissed about stuff. So he's yeah, go, like, go prove yourself, chill, dude. It did You're feel get your ass cut. It did feel like. His teachings were just being lost on her. Keep talking. I got to get my power cable. Um, it felt like her his teachings were getting lost on her. So what better way to teach her something than to just like shove her into a different situation and not have him to rely on. Exactly. So, no, I, I mean, I appreciate it. I didn't. I didn't take it as I must have missed a sentence or something in the, in the dialogue because I thought it was more of like, go prove yourself to me. But he was more like, hey, f- bye. <laughs> well, because the other thing about. I was thinking was potentially he thought that there was another worth more as an apprentice, possibly Ezra or Ahsoka. And that's what I t- kind of thought maybe he was just like testing her. If you go out and kill Ahsoka, then you are worthy to stay my apprentice. If I'm, you go out and get killed by Ahsoka, then I'm taking Ahsoka. More of that Vader thing. like Va- Yes. Yeah, I mean, he could be doing that. We just don't know it. Like, he's, he told her that he's done. You know, like, when you tell your dog to get the fuck out. What's that old yeller thing? But he told her that so she would really think that they were over and she would, and like, test her and see how she would take the, yeah. um, like, the turning down from him and then the battle. But we'll see. I mean, she rid, ran away. Well, Ahsoka she spared her. out, dude. Ahsoka spared her. Yeah, but she should have... If she's really that sad about stuff, she really should have joined up. You know what I'm also very f- happy with? Tell me. Is the snail people. Yeah, I like the little turquoise. It was that level of quirkiness, but also rooted enough that it, it felt good. It well, didn't feel like it was quirky just to be quirky. It was like there's innocent snail people that don't fight and they hide and they are constantly like nomads. They yeah. don't have a and of course, you know It's like the Ewoks. Yeah. And they haven't yet defeated the five oh first, so I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt for now, because I think they're cute. I, I like them. I, I think uh in a very Jedi way, they've served their purpose for Ahsoka. Um yeah, and Ahsoka has yeah. 
and Ahsoka has also helped them in, in, in return. I like the little caravan, too. That was nice. No, I like it. It's, it's very, like, eclectic. Like, if there's something there that... Take Jedi and Sith out of the whole empire, all of it, and that's what would exist in the Star Wars universe. Exactly. Little snail peoples, fucking Chewbacca's, like this, these yep. grunts, creatures. grunts, brutes, creatures, creatures aliens. Yes, creatures. So I, I like it. Space ha- snail hobbits. Space snail hobbits. Say that once. Yes. I did. Get them some radioactivity. They'll turn into little Ninja Turtles. And li- oh, fuck. Sith magic Ninja Turtles. Middle-aged ninja snail. No, there's no pizza in that galaxy. They can't do it. <laughs> can't have it. Oh, man. Yeah, that was cool, man. Everything, just every, everything, every touch point has been really, really great. It's been just well thought out. There's not been anything that feels like it's just thrown in there. As you say that, I was just going to ask oh, you how you felt about uh, 3PO. Um, Excuse I me. I think it wasn't a, as obnoxious as it could have been i think he served a purpose and it makes sense and i I do appreciate that it's tied directly to leia i was gonna say i love because if it was someone else i don't think i would have been as happy with it but leia sticking her fingers into shit like that where it's just like no i'm standing up for people like Hera, right it's like that's exactly what she should do. Yeah. And sending 3PO makes so much sense. Because that in, in that sense, in that scene, 3PO really wasn't there for us while he was. There was a story. Correct. He wasn't just bumbling around that capital for no right. reason. He wasn't just showing up on Tatooine because he needs to show up on Tatooine because we need to throw him on Tatooine. Exactly. He was there on Tatooine? Sent, Star Wars. sent by Leia. And it's like, of course she would send him. Yeah. And of course he would win everyone over. I like it. It's nice to incorporate her into the story without, like, recreating Carrie Fisher or whatever they decide they want to do. You know, so weird thing is that was the one other small visual thing. Why was he, like, pointed at the sky? I thought the same thing. (laughs) Anthony Daniels gaining some some stomach coverage, man. He was just like... He was walking around. Can you hear me? (laughs) Sleepy, I'm over here. What the fuck? I'm standing right in front of you. Jeez. It was weird. He's like, old. He's getting a bad back, man. Oh, yeah, arthritis in the spine, man. I don't they do know orthopedics for droids. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He needs yeah, an oil bath. Oil bath. He does need an oil bath. He needs something. He was shiny, though. Um, yeah, I thought uh, that was good. Yeah, it was fun. I like the court martial stuff. While it doesn't, like, it's kind of a side thing, I do like it that it's happening, that we see it, because uh, it just adds to the strenuous situation that is the New Republic and everything yeah. that goes along with that. So the fact that the good guy is getting court-martialed is kind of fun. I was watching the um, Star Wars Explained review of the episodes, as I always do, and he um, paralleled it to, in Harry Potter, Voldemort's back. No one believes it. Everyone's just, you know, got their head in their ass. They're just kind of denying it. And then the people that do believe it are getting thrown in jail. Yeah. Or, like, expelled or whatever, detention, because they won't shut up about it. Same kind of thing. So... Voldy Voldemort's almost back. God, we're only 24 hours away from... Yeah, so this is coming out. I'm going to try to get up ASAP, but by the time you're listening to this, you might also be watching the final finale. Yeah. Eight episodes, dude. Oh, man. I was hoping Thrawn would have gotten in the ship and jettisoned at the very end of episode seven. I thought they were going to go out with a larger bang yeah. in episode seven Instead where they could like do, do like a half 
finale and then like kind of a recap and send people off in the eighth one. Yeah. Uh, but they didn't. So yeah. I'm, I'm assuming they're holding everything or like a last second. Because what they could do, because they're all still on the, on the planet, obviously. What they could do is Ahsoka has a chance to stop Thrawn from hyperspacing and it last second he gets away and that's just how it ends. And like you're Empire like, style? Yeah, and you're just like, That would be fucking awesome, fuck. actually. Like, we did everything we were supposed to. We saved Ezra. We killed the emo chick. Balin saved or just gone. But Thrawn got away? But Thrawn got away and that was the one thing we were really supposed to stop. If they um, nail that and then have a really good post credit scene, that would be an awesome ending. Only pro- like if, Who would if, be on the other end waiting? Hera and the bitches. No, 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 no. Well, who's on? Who's uh, the main witch? Oh, Morgan? Morgan. She's there with him. Yeah, I know, but who's she also working with uh, on the, in the main galaxy? Because that's what I'm thinking. Like, if they send him off, Morgan... No one that we know of, I don't think. There's got to be someone waiting. If there's a post credit scene, there is someone waiting on the other end for Thrawn. Palpatine. Hey, finally, goddamn, I got a lot of work to do. Snoke? It wouldn't be Snoke. I mean, when we hear about the sequel trilogy stuff and then the First Order kind of ruminated in the outer regions, unknown regions, before they attacked suddenly, I feel like it would be really easy to retcon and say they were, they were actually in another galaxy. You know what I mean? Oh, they're not all fucking... Oh, not all the Star Destroyers are wrapped up in those crates, though. Yeah. I don't know. That would be a sweet ending, though. We need, I feel like we need to see Thrawn in action, though. What, so like, like a battle? Like, I kind of want him to hyper speed back so that he can, like, get attacked by three New Republic cruisers and then fucking take them all out like a badass. Yeah, but he's a, a strategist. He's not a fighter or a pilot. He's not like Vader where he's just a do-it-all. He's not a flyer. He's not a flyer. He's, uh, he's no, a, but he does command the freaking the command miniature a, fleet he has. Because that's kind of like saying, I want to see Torkin in action. You're like, well. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yelling orders. Well, yes, his Fire! fleet in action. <laughs> do this, do that. Stop playing Galaga. Yeah, I would like to see that. Well, we see, we see like a little small bits of it, of how he's thinking, and he's like, don't waste the fucking ships on that, dude. She'll come out. Just chill. Just, yeah. I'm like, Vader's like, get him. Kill. <laughs> Go into the asteroid field now. I don't care how many of you die. Uh, no, Thrawn's cool, man. The delivery is just awesome. It is um, it is a glaring difference than uh and that's kind of where Tarkin and Vader were able to coexist cuz they could see each other's usefulness, you know. Yeah. Like Tarkin can't do what Vader does, but Vader really can't do what Tarkin does. So Correct. Um they needed each other where yeah, who's going to be uh Thrawn's Vader? I kind of was hoping to be those three witches. I don't, I don't think they're leaving. I'm wondering what kind of shenanigans are going to go on with Balin staying. Because I feel like Thrawn's trying to jump ship. His emo apprentice, who cares what happens to her? Maybe she'll prove herself. I don't know. Um, but Balin feels, it feels like what he's going after is an existing power. I just thought of it. On this planet. Go ahead then. Well, I was going to say, we know that at some point, Luke is going to try, and then Ray is going to continue rebuilding the Jedi Order in the galaxy. Mm. How cool would it be if it Balin purposely stayed behind? Maybe he has his apprentice. Maybe he has Sabine. Maybe he has Ezra. And he starts building his new version of the new Jedi Order, 
And then in 20 years, they come back and they fucking fight for some reason. Well, it's not. Now a, we're talking it's episode not a, 10. Not a bad seed planted there because I think if he has some type of connection, some type of way to observe the other galaxy, he could bide his time, get power. You know what was in my head was Darth Crate. So the story of Darth Crate was. I remember he, his mask, but he refresh was a, me. He was an ex Jedi from the Clone Wars. Went dark. I don't remember how, where, or when, but he got that mask and he led Darth Talon mm-hmm. and a bunch of other freaks. Um, and he was like the main bad guy for many years. Yeah. But maybe that's a good opportunity to kind of revitalize that story, make Balin become Darth Crate. Yeah. Where he basically just, I don't know, studies and gets more powerful on this. Maybe uses the witches somehow, some way. Well, because he's not talking like, I want to take over. I need power. He's talking like, I'm so bummed that the Jedi got corrupt and it turned out the way it did. There's got to be a way to do it right. Yeah, I mean, he could be. That's why I said he's not evil. Yeah, but he still might be a Thanos thing where it's like, I found the right way and let me go make that right way reality in the in a real galaxy. When Ray finally takes over... He's like, you got the Jedi text where I'm fucking you up. And that's just. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because consider, obviously, we know the next couple years of Star Wars. We have the Thrawn stuff. Filoni's going to do a movie about it. We have to get through that. Is but that in, canon? What? the Filoni's doing is a Is it canon Thrawn? that it's scheduled? Well, is it real reality, though? Is it real, Bam? Yeah. Is it real? Is it real? <laughs> yeah, because he's wrap, they're, they're going to wrap up this whole Thrawn storyline with that movie. And the Mandalorian. I just didn't stuff, know if it was Imperial Remnant stuff. I mean, I assume because we're not going to see Thrawn in action like we want to. Right. We've only got one episode, so right. it's got to lead movie. into something. Yeah, yeah. Is it? Is it just one movie? Is it trilogy? I have no is it... fucking idea. All right. Is well, it... what I was going to say is, if we want to continue Star Wars after Episode Nine, like Ray and the gals need something to do. So having Balin out here building his own Jedi Order, and then once they're ready maybe trying to come back and start the order on Coruscant or like assimilate with the other Jedi. Perfect conflict for this. You know what the Except other... Except that Ray Stevenson passed away. You know what the other thing, the other potential is, because there is kind of a time gap. Yeah. The yeah, seven, eight, nine have to happen between... Well, that's why if they're out on their own galaxy, it's perfect. They're just ruminating for like marinating for But 10 it years. may not be marinating as long as you think if there's some type of time loss with the massive jump. I hope they don't if do they, that in Star Wars. Well, just, it doesn't even have to be theoretical or scientific. It takes a long fucking time to get out there. You don't age when you're going damn near light speed. But years are going by on the travel out. Years are going by on the travel back. So yeah, maybe but by the time, no, But maybe by that. the time they get back, they are, it is past episode nine. There's, I'm just saying there's potential because when people say oh, man, a Ray Skywalker trilogy. I'm so excited. But when if they tie all this in Absolutely. and make it a Thrawn thing and Ahsoka's still around... <sighs> Ahsoka and Ray together would be awesome. Also... It'd be awesome to I think see that. Tegruda are supposed to last like 150 years, so... I would love to see Ray she's and only Ahsoka in together, her, like, dude. She's only in her ma- like mid-40s, I think. She's like 45, Ahsoka. I have no idea. She was only 13 in like episode three. Yeah, that's about right. Um, I no, I love all that. I love all that. 
There's a lot of potential, man. What we didn't talk about all the way back in episode five is all the Anakin stuff. What do you think about her little dream sequence? I think people were overanalyzing it. Um, I don't know why I started there because it was awesome. <laughs> uh, the first thing that came to my mind, this. I think that because they were trying to say, well, well, like you said the the time before, is that Anakin from another timeline that travel? It it doesn't matter. I'm, yeah, it I'm glad they didn't touch that at all. It doesn't fucking matter. It's Anakin talking to Ahsoka. She's got to prove herself or fight the demons that are in front of her, and it kind of happened. Um, and then, then there was that kind of potential where maybe Anakin is that family, the dark side, light side, and the Force Father all in one person mm-hmm. now. Yep. Which I thought, why not? You I know, mean, he's the chosen Jesus. He well, he the was conceived Trinity. by the Force. Yeah, he's so the it makes Trinity. sense that he is the Force. Mm-hmm. Uh, both dark and light in one person, which makes sense again. Mastered them both. Um, the one thing I did see recently that it really did make me smile was that Anakin finally learned the power that Sidious was trying to teach him. Prevent the ones he loved from dying. Ahsoka dies. Oh. And he prevented it. Wow. Damn, dude. Achuta. That's how I feel about that. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. When I saw that, I was like, fuck, man. I even if that's completely made up, a 45 I love it. minute YouTube video analyzing that exact <laughs> scenario. No, that's great, man. Because oh, that's great. exactly what he does. He saves her. Yeah. He may challenge her and bring up some demons that she's dealt with, but well, she's, she's alive. Healer. Yeah. And she got into some nice robes. Final test. Plus 10 dexterity. It's just like Gandalf in the Balrog. Same thing. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. And Harry Anakin's... Potter and Voldemort. Luckily, when Harry Potter went to his white train station, Voldemort was just a dead baby. <laughs> so he didn't have to do much. Dude, that was the, he didn't that, have to fight a Balrog. That was the creepiest thing I've ever seen. In, in... Oh, that was horrible. <laughs> it was awful. <laughs> that, yeah, nightmares still. Oh, when I saw that, I was like, this is happening? Yeah. I love it. They went there. Um... I have to say, and I said this in our group chat, I think, but seeing Anakin fighting and wielding the saber on screen again, like, I don't know if Hayden just got so good when he was doing the prequels that he retained it. Yeah. Or at least it came back to him naturally. So fluid. Or if they got the best stunt double in the world. But it's just, it's unlike anything that we've seen in the past 10 years. Like, Ahsoka's great. Merrick was cool. Kylo Ren's awesome the fighting style is so different than this. Like Anakin is just like the flashiest, fastest fucking wizard. You know what it is though? Just effortless. Right. And like when you're and like, he doesn't have to try. Yeah. When you're fighting Anakin, it's like you're dancing to death. Yeah. Like you're going to die. Yeah. It just, it's got to look good in Anakin's eyes. So it's just like, (laughs) right. It's doing this for, you know, to put it on TikTok. It, uh, and I love how he truly challenges, Ahsoka mentally, physically. I mean, the and whole the whole thing. He's like, he basically is just like, you're going to live or what? Right. Huh? Yep. What, you I, died? I became you, evil. You're going to kill me about it? I fucking trained you. You went out there and died? <laughs> fucking bitch. You better get back out there and defend my honor. Trained you to be better than me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love the the 
the flashbacks, and then him walking away from her and flashing into Vader and flashing that back. That was beautiful. And I was like, creepily beautiful. Oh my god! Seeing him in the Clone Wars armor was awesome. Seeing the Phase One and Two clones again, I was really hoping we'd get a helmet off with Tamara Morrison, but it's okay. I'm glad we're done. Get the fuck out of here, dude! <laughs> like a bantha. Come on. <laughs> Worst. It's one of the worst things I've ever seen. I know, but now it's memeable, so I like it again. <laughs> exactly, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah, that. It's crazy. It's an incredible flashback sequence. The other thing, and I, I even hate to bring this up because I forget their point, but the fact that Anakin <laughs> was able to cut the mystical bridge in that land, they said like nothing can affect that, and the fact that he did just. It was kind of like a... Um, Didn't she also cut it too, though? I don't think so. Because he cut it between them right. to like divide them. It was something along the, the lines of that just shows that he has power over this realm, which the only people that were able to were that was that uh, family. Right. So the fact that he was able to do that almost solidifies the idea that he is the holder of that realm, the, the whatever. He maintains it. He's the maintenance manager of the realm. Well, that means, man, what are him and Qui-Gon talking about up there? Does he have access to Qui-Gon? Is Qui-Gon even there? I doubt Qui-Gon's strong enough. Well, if he controls the whole realm and he's talking to people that are dead and puts them back to life or whatever, what, can't he talk to the Force ghosts? Whoa, whoa, whoa. What? Anakin talks to Rey during Episode Nine Palpatine fight. Yeah, yeah. And it... All the other Jedi. I know, but I'm just saying maybe it was more of a direct communication from him to her at this state. Yeah. Because he could just be like, hey, cut him now. Like, slice him. Get up. Will you jump? Drink a monster and get back at it. (laughs) He's tied to a machine. Kill him. I don't know, man. Now I feel like there's a whole council of force ghosts up there fucking eating chicken sandwiches and just waiting until somebody needs them. Well, it's kind of like maybe the idea of those, the the witches. It's like an equal opposite of the witches. How insane would it be? Luke is also a force ghost now. How crazy would it be for them to have a conversation together? Anakin and Luke? Yeah. Like, sorry, I totally fucked up your childhood and tried to kill you a bunch of times. The three, the, the three it that all worked out, didn't it? The three that I would want to <laughs> see as like a Jedi triumphant is Anakin, Luke, and Yoda. Yeah, I feel like I know we would want to see Qui Gon and want to see Obi Wan and all the rest of them, but I feel like those three just embody everything that the Jedi have become. But yeah, I just. <sighs> It's less about, yeah, it was more just about wondering if the Force ghosts can interact with each other when they're not, you know, giving instructions to Padawans. Yeah, I wonder how much power or ability, like, does someone have to get to Anakin, to that realm? Someone has to die. Where does that realm end? Like, does he have power over reality, or, like, does he just have this side? Or... Was that all just in Ahsoka's? She's releasing right. DMT while she's in a near-death experience right. and just tripped on acid for a while. Which makes sense, too. That's fine. Right, and that rum doesn't exist at all. She was underwater for quite a fucking long time, though. Maybe they can breathe. So is a bigger fish. <laughs> what? <laughs> <sighs> Anyways, all, all very good, man. See, but this is what... 
Star Wars has been missing. I've enjoyed shit on screen since 15 or whenever Disney bought them. TFA. But the lore, the possibilities, the what ifs, all this shit yeah, has been. Yeah, we've got witches and fantasy stuff in Star Wars now. Hell yeah. But I'm just saying, this is at such a maximum. This is damn near like 05 Legends books. Yeah. Where it's just like, dude, what if Darth, yep. what if Darth Bane talks to Palpatine? And you're like, what? what? But we haven't had that. We're dreaming. We're fan theorizing. They've, they've not only held our hands, they just like shoved our face like, look! <laughs> R5 is here. And you're like, dude, when I, will you learn? I see it. Now it's like, what if? What They just kind of put shit out there. Yep. You make the connection. I like it. I like it very much. I got to say, I was a little iffy on Filoni leading. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I know he's obviously Ahsoka's his baby. But his episodes in Mando always felt a little... Um, Disconnected? I don't know how to say it. Like too much out on their own limb, I guess. But I guess if he's running the whole series, then he has a better vision that he can do over the course of. This is one hundred percent Filoni. No, he's not directing everyone, but it's like he's like the showrunner. I guess you would say. It's good. I just he's very good. I was trying. I was going to make the 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 point that maybe it's just a full thought out thing from Filoni, and even though he might have different directors, he's probably standing over them. Like, oh yeah, like that's Lucas, what I mean. It's like, like one Lucas would unified vision. Make this shit, but also not that way, but not this way. But do it my way. <laughs> Fix it. Here's a five dollar bill. You better do it how I want. Here's some credits. Change that lighting, please. Change the lighting. I have damn near zero criticism. Like a, a weird acting in, in a in a episode in a conversation. Three filler episode. That's my only complaint. Is, really? Yeah, but am I really gonna complain about one? filler episode well, in yeah. an entire series you gotta complain about something star wars fan yeah it's true <laughs> anakin did look a little old no <laughs> he looked great he looked I great i thought it was weird that you said he looked better in obi-wan i disagree i think he looks better in ahsoka i said that when all we had was that look at the end for some reason when they first see each other and it was like an extreme close-up he looked a little rough but when he's in episode five with all the action and everything, I didn't fucking think about it. I I just got to rewatch the voice, the dialogue was awesome. He's in the Clone Wars armor. That hollow recording of him training her. Yeah. When she's on the ship. And the fact nice. that she says that was the last one he recorded before he murders. But before he killed the children. <laughs> but not the British children. But that was... That's fine. <laughs> but that wasn't actually soon. Because she walks away probably a year before he becomes Vader. You got to remember. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. It wasn't like that close. wonder if we'll have him again in uh, this finale. It's nice that they brought him back. Technically in three different episodes so far. So, Soka, wear your white robes. Stop losing. Stop losing. If you die one more time, I'm going to come out there and kill your ass. Oh, goodness. It's good stuff, man. I'm just trying I, to think of more stuff that I love. I haven't been this excited. Same. For a, fun, for a finale. Same. Since episode three. Yeah. Really? Okay. Name it. Name something that you've been more excited for. 
I was beyond hyped for uh, Last Jedi. I won't lie about that. I know, but you weren't, though. But I was. I know, but... Even if the final result wasn't what I was expecting, I was very, very, very hyped for uh, episode eight. This this surpasses it. I wish that we were ending with a movie, and we will eventually, but... Or at least like an hour-long episode. All I'm going to say is the fact that they opened the door to a new galaxy is it. It's it's a baby. It's larger than a baby Yoda drop. It's larger than that. This is such a groundbreaking yeah. move and such a ballsy move that there's a whole other galaxy with shit that Thrawn's bringing back, and you're like, what is it? Though? All right, let me end it with this then. Go ahead. As Star Wars continues, they make more content, et cetera, et cetera. Eventually, the timeline's going to run out. I mean, if we're talking about starting a brand new Star Wars story with brand new characters in the galaxy. We've never seen any of it before. Are you into that? Why wouldn't I be? I'm just saying. Because I wonder, like, with other universes, it might be more possible, but I wonder, like, are, does the Skywalker timeline have just a stickiness to it that we like? Like, if it was just Can that square one characters the, that we've never seen. The real question at that point would be, can that stickiness be recreated? And I think that answer is yes. Balin. Well, regardless. Fucking around in the outer I just room. think, I don't think it's as uh, day or night as you're laying it out. Like, it doesn't have to be, this is a reset universe over here. We can do whatever the fuck we want. Oh, true. I just I meant just, if we, like, had totally blank slate of characters and planets. And, I just think they'll... I don't think they'll ever fast play it. Yeah. I think they're going to slow play and trickle stuff, different evils, yeah, introduce an enemy, and then roll them out. Yeah. I don't think they'll ever be, hey, it's this galaxy. We need to go to the, that galaxy to kill them. I don't think that'll ever happen. Yeah. Don't never say never, though. If things work out and they really start exploring this connection between the two galaxies, mm-hmm. they could really, really build towards something that's just beyond what we can even fathom right I now. I mean, they could start it off with the witches now. The Thrawn jets out, and then we have like a whole new series or something about these witches. Consider this, and this is where we'll leave it. Picture if you will. Who's been the bad guy the whole time? Palpatine. Somehow Palpatine what, what returned. He? He's Palpatine. He, he's a Sith. Yeah. Sith for thousands of years have been the enemies. Oh no. Only two. What if that rain truly is gone? And now these witches. The new truth. For the, the for the next millennia. Perfect. Let's I mean, do that's it. what I'm that's the groundbreaking shit I'm getting to. Where yeah. Sith, dude, that's that's Skywalker bullshit. We're dealing with these fucking witches. They float. Green magic, bro. They fucking they fly float. now. They fly now. <laughs> Yeah, I like that very much. That makes me happy in my in my loins. The witches, man, and you see one of those fucking bloodthirsty demons floating towards you. You're like, I'm just. That's scarier than Palpatine. It's like when they're demons. I don't love uh, Scarlet Witch's intro in the MCU, but it's like when she jumps in. It's like Tony Stark and tech and military and war and Captain America, and all of a sudden Scarlet Witch is. Hacking people's brains and making portals and fucking... And like Doctor Strange There's, style, too. It's this like Such unlimited, untapped, unknown power. Yeah, like the Force is something, 
But clearly what the witches are dealing with is something else. They've got it, you know, up to 11. And how is that going to gel or combat each other? Different way. To, they're tapping into the force in a different way. Is it the force, though? Or I is feel it like something else? It would, be, it would just make more sense to be like different cultures tap into it. In different, I think it actually is confirmed because there's Dathomir witches stuff in Clone Wars. So I think it is like, yeah, they're force wielders, but it's just like a different way to tap into it. Is it? Is it something as simple as the force is just an energy? Which it's in all living things. It surrounds us, yeah. binds us, binds the galaxy together. So you, all, all you're doing is accessing that energy in different ways. So. What? Yeah. Yep. That's what I think of it. I'm excited for Thrawn. Dude, scratch Balin, scratch the witches. How dare you, dude? I would be ecstatic if it was just... Thrawn coming back. ships, yes. But they have done everything else along with that. Ahsoka's back. Anakin. We got Ezra. We got the fucking witches. We're coming to your town, the turtles. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. They've, they've, this is it, guys. I, I, I've never been this excited outside of episode three. I'm so excited for the future. I love hearing that. Yes. Because I, after episode eight, after this next uh, 24 hours, 48 hours, whenever I see it, I'm going to be ravished. Ravenous? I'm going to be dick hard <laughs> for this Filoni movie or whatever this is going to be leading Maybe into. Maybe there'll be some sort of, hopefully there'll be like a teaser or an announcement at the end. You know how they did the Book of Boba Fett teaser? No. At the end of Mando? Fuck off. <laughs> I don't. What is it? Oh, yeah. He's just sitting on the throne. Yeah, but it was a t- it's like a old new yeah, show yeah. we didn't announce yet. Yeah. I hope he gets something like that or like a release date for the Filoni film or something. I can see the cover of Filoni's movie already, where it's just Thrawn's blue face and then the three witches behind him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're like... His crown. This is it. His magical crown. Let's do it. Let's fucking do it, guys. All right, gentlemen, ladies and ladies and gentlemen. I always remember which one it is. It's the blue one. There we go. All right. It's been fun. It's been real. I hope you're loving Ahsoka as much as we are. It's good to exclaim about things instead of complain about things. So, are you happy? Do you love him? Hard. <laughs> <laughs>